early next year we'll be in the phase of chasing up people who haven't come forward to get their vaccination or have missed their bookings and so on. So uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, but of course, you know, and, and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for, uh, and, and some of that may spill into next year. But our commitment is everyone will have the opportunity to get the vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, everyone will, uh, but I, I can't say that, you know, that we're not going to have some hesitant people or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find hey next Hey everybody, year. how you doing? It's March 1st. Hi. I'm Kevin, this is my partner Nina. How you doing? And we're very happy to have you with us. Thank you very much for joining us, especially this year, 2023, March 1st. Yeah, very exciting. In Europe, it's written out 1.3.2023. So they, they carry it as 13. Here in the USA, we write out 3.1.2023. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about the big deal about March, which is the equilibrium that's coming on the equinox in three weeks' time. So for some of us, it'll be on March 20th, and for some of us, it'll be on March 21st this year. So there's going to be a perfect moment in time where there will be exactly 12 hours of light and 12 hours of dark where you live. So that only happens once per year. And it's called the spring equinox. So it's a launching point. It's like an omega moment, which means the ending of one epic and the beginning of another. So what we're talking about today and every day until the equinox is epics. The epics of living the life as human beings. So this equinox shows us the word equinox, which is a very important word. Because it shows equal, which means there's a balance, which means there's two halves. So if you have an equinox and you have a balance, then you must have two. One side and the other side. So a balance, a perfect balance, would be an equal amount of everything for each side. Equilibrium is another way that we say that. And then for the seasons in the sky, we call it the equinox comes once a year and it's the beginning of spring, it's the official beginning of the year, it always has been since later times, but pre-Roman times and back it was always March. So the equinox is very important, it's always been the beginning of the year, when the sun is 12 hours and the night is 12 hours. March on. So this equinox and equilibrium words, this tells us about duality, and we can recognize that in our own bodies and in the fact that we arrive here as men and women. Right. So this duality exists, and this going from day to night exists because we all experience it every 24 hours. Yeah. So we have our day where we go through the, the wave of rising, peaking, and coasting. Every day is that, it's a three-part wave and all parts of our day and everything we make has this three-part wave in it. So that's the living part of our 24-hour section. But then we have the unconscious sleeping or death section of our 24-hour cycle, which is the opposite or the extreme opposite of being awake would be completely unconscious or asleep. So every 24 hours we experience, in a manner of speaking, life and death. Yep. 
So this is an epic for every single person, every 24 hours is an epic. I like calling it an epic. Well, the start of the year on March 20th or 21st, depending on where you live, is an epic occasion because it marks the beginning of a brand new year, a brand new life, so to speak. It's like being reborn, and it gives every creature and human the opportunity to reveal, recover, and become the real you that's hidden under any fake suits of illusion you may have dressed yourself in the previous year or previous years. So every year in spring equinox is not only a restart and rebirth for the earth, it's a restart and rebirth for every creature and every human being. It's a way to put death down and become reborn and awake again, just like your 24 hour sessions are, but this is only a yearly event. So these life and death epics are carrying throughout our life throughout our experiences, throughout our weeks, our months, our years, and our lifetimes. Through our relationships, our civilizations, the things we create, the things we break, things we break. So inside the human body, this same exact event occurs where the body will literally kill parts of itself and devour itself to keep itself alive. A balance of life and death, but as epic as what we go through on a 24-hour period, and as epic as what we go through on a yearly basis, and as epic as what we go through in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But what's happening in your body is this epic times a trillion per second throughout the cells and the energy fields and the organs and the nodes of your body and not just across your physicality but across the various energetics and magnetic fields and resonances that can be measured in the body, measured in the body. Across the mysterious heartbeat that beats 110,000 times. So the cells are actually behaving in a quite dramatic way when you zoom in on them. They're actually fighting each other and battling each other for balance. All of them are engaged 100% of the time with no emotion whatsoever in achieving balance. And they do it in a order that is exactly equal to love. So there's no emotion involved, it's equal measure. The reason for the epic of life and death in such magnitude is part of our history, which we're not discussing today, we're discussing the now of the life and death epic that happens in the bloodstreams and the cellular level of every single human being on Earth and within the Earth itself. So in Greek times, they named it, they recognized this. And it was attributed to how men lived hundreds to thousands of years because they learned how to adjust the conditions in their environment, their thinking, and their timing to help balance the natural, what was it's known as autophagic function of their body. So auto means self and phagy means devouring. So it's the self devouring itself. So your body on a cellular level, trillions of times per second, is devouring itself 
and fighting to the death for your life, for your human body. So whether we decide to acknowledge or look at this, it's actually happening. So the word is called autophagy, self-devouring. It's a Greek word, but we still use it today. And this is almost the way it was spelled way back in Greek times. So autophagy, and that means self-devouring. It's happening at the cellular level on all different aspects that science can measure today, on the different ways they can measure the different functions and interactions that are happening in the body. And you can see that behind us in the different slides that are showing. But this is basically an epic life-death battle to the end that's happening continuously and forever inside every human body and it can be regulated, maintained, and managed by you with your will by adjusting your conditions. So we have an epic life and death battle that's happening. It's called autophagy. It's an autophagic function that's occurring in all human bodies. And this is attached to the world that we live in, which is the world of faces. So we'll get into that later in the sit down. And the faces help us to automatically explain to us all truths to all roads. So we'll see you on the other side. So we have this life and death epic situation that's happening continuously in every human body and every neighborhood, every grocery store, every government office, every medical building, every research establishment, every media center every radio tower, every Wi-Fi tower, every television tower. This is an epic battle of life and death happening all inside our bodies and all around us in every plane and category. Is this amazing or what? You know what's funny, like everything seems to have a duality to it and the biggest duality of all dualities is life and death. Would you say there's any bigger duality than that? No, I wouldn't. Did you know that this is happening, life and death, trillions of times inside your body, all the time? Thank you. You are constantly living with a body with trillions of entities in it that are very complex in their function and intelligence. And they're fighting and mm -hmm. eating and stabbing each other and throwing each other's dead parts out of you so that your functions generally as a human life form can be balanced and stay alive, alive. Makes sense. So there's a term that biohackers use, that's people who like to help people's bodies, their biology, we're called biohackers. So there's a term that came, was came up with called metabolic autophagy. So it's a way of achieving or approaching balance to your own autophagic functions that are happening in your body. And this makes you aware of the autophagic functions that are happening around you and things that people make. So it gives you a certain control over duality, the ultimate duality, the duality of life and death. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. Some of the vaccines that will come on down the line will be multiple be multiple shots so you've got to have for, for reasons to do with the healthcare more generally but certainly for uh, a pandemic or for 
and for, for vaccines, you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure. And many countries don't have that. In fact, most countries don't have that. So, of course, as everything does, one thing leads to another. We see progression in all things, in all directions. So, these epic battles of life and death have turned into battles between regular people and the various managers of the world. They could be considered a hierarchy of sorts. You could even consider it the opposite of that pyramid back there. It would be a pyramid shaped this way, where all the regular folk are at the bottom and a few are at the bottom. Whereas in this pyramid back here, we have the source of every person as the outgrowth of all things. So the most important thing is the one, and the many are the outgrowth of it, not the opposite pyramid that we're used to seeing, which is all of the many provide all the energy for a few. So this is another way to see duality. Even in the pyramid, we can see duality. So normally we call this pyramid back here an inverted pyramid, but there's another way to look at it. There's a dual way to look at it. So you can look at this pyramid as a correct pyramid, and the pyramid with the flat side on the bottom and on top as an inverted pyramid. So there's always two ways to look at it. So a lot of times I used to talk to this girl here and I would tell her she was off the hook. But in duality, there's two ways to be off the hook. You could be off the hook good, or you could be off the hook bad. So as usual, we get to see these dualities in all things. So at this time in the world we're living in, we're under a lot of different operations to claim our personal claim on our autophagic functions. So there are sources at play that we've collaborated with within the hierarchies of the world to allow them to claim our control over our balance of our autophagic functions. In other words, the life and death epics that are continually happening in our body, which we could control if we were allowed to. But because of our collaboration with hierarchies, we've allowed ourselves to become narrow-minded to the point where we've developed a type of school of fish mentality. So that's what's happened. And at this point in time, we're under a psychological operations also. It's known as mimetic warfare, and it literally repeats memes over and over again to change people's beliefs, alter their behavior, and even ultimately alter their bodily function. So we're also under the duress of poison attacks from the air, the water, the food, and literally each other's confusion about the whole mess. So this is all done as a form of the hierarchies trying to control the balance of our autophagic functions. So they try to do this by breaking our minds. And then we literally, on our own, adjust ourselves and change our conditions where our autophagic function becomes out of balance. So it literally becomes a mental game. Even though it's resulting in physical outcomes, right. all of it is controllable by your mentality. And the first step to get from the zero to the 50 yard line in football terms is to recognize this and tell yourself 
like a little sign inside your head that says, I want to know more about this. So once you simply make the intention that you want to know more about it, that instantly takes you from zero to halfway to the goal. So you are a success right away by making the intention and then just keeping that billboard alive as an intention inside your mind. So Nina's going to read to us some terms about autophagy so you can have a better understanding of what that term means in other terms. So thank you, Nina. Sure. So autophagy, the essence of human form is life and death management. Autophagy is your in-house manage manager of life and death across every cell in your body. You are the dominant influence in this natural function. Your will determines whether autophagy is your friend or your N in me, and that's enemy. Autophagy is a built-in function to maintain a human body that exists in every cell that repels and diminishes the aging process. Your will determines how aware you are of this. Your will then determines your rage for yourself to live an un undetermined amount of time. 